Warning, what you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, I almost just fell asleep. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Trash Heap Podcast. Uh, I am Elliot, joined by Keith. Hello. And this is the show where we're out to prove there are no garbage movies, only garbage opinions. We're giving uh, discarded gems a second chance, a second look, and talking about them, I suppose. But using our voices. You did it. You nailed the intro 100%. Zero mistakes. Zero mistakes. Which is funny because I genuinely feel like I'm about to fall asleep. Are you okay? Should I call an ambulance? Probably. I mean, like, I'm generally pretty tired, but today I'm just, like, very little energy going on right now. Maybe you don't have enough blood. (sighs) You know, that could be the case. No one ever goes to the doctor and is like, say there, doc, do I have enough blood? Yeah, they talk about your iron levels, but they don't talk about the volume of blood you have in your body. Exactly. Can you have too much? I think some people have too much. You can yeah. definitely kind of look at some people and say, gee whiz, that fella's right. got too much blood. Because usually they give you blood when you've lost blood, right? You go in like, oh, right. this person's been in an accident, they need blood, right? But like, why not just go in and get like some blood? Yeah, just a little refresher. Yeah, Precious just come blood in, From the blood bank, in. make a withdrawal, yeah. and then a deposit. <laughs> go in and be like, I'm just feeling a little tired today. Can I get like a, a few cc's of blood? Yeah, just a couple of cc's, no big deal. How do you feel about um, blood blood transfusions? transfusions? Like I like in general. Em. I you like them. I just watched Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Uh huh. And there's a very cool blood transfusion in that movie involving a T Rex in a shipping container. <laughs> wow, that movie's great. I actually do want to see that one because it just looks. I don't really like the just Jurassic World and the last one with the Dominion. Well, wait, no, Fallen Kingdom. That's the second one, right? Yeah. Okay, I have seen that. I don't remember the transfusion. Weird. I want to see the I want to see the newest one because it looks they got all the so, people in it. Yeah, it looks so bad. They know, brought back just, Dennis Nedry. That's not real, but <laughs> man, it should be. I think they brought back everybody else. Yeah, even uh, um, Dodson. They got Dodson over here. They got him over here? (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, okay, so how about this, though? In terms of a blood transfusion, say you're in the hospital, right? Yeah. And you're conscious, and you've lost a lot of blood, and they're like, let's get some blood in this kid. And they're about to hook up the blood. Are you for a second like, whoa, 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 whoa? Whose blood is that? No, I'd rather it be from a complete stranger. Right. Because if I I know, know, I mean, Seinfeld already addressed this. If you get blood from someone that you know, it's going to mm-hmm. create a very uncomfortable social dynamic. Like, I gave you blood. Yeah, there's a feeling of fiefdom like, or like... like if you, Right, like if you needed a, like a kidney transplant and I gave you one of my kidneys, I could hold that over you for the rest yeah, of our lives. Yeah, that's not a cool... I could be like, yo, Keith, can you help me with this this weekend? You're like, I'm kind of busy. And I was like, kidney. And then what like, if... I only- what happens if your other kidney starts to go south, and then do I have to give it back? How does That's that work? That's true. Like, do I it... gave you my good kidney. 
I only it have just a loner. It's like, can we share this? Like, you get it on the weekends, you know? I'm, oh, uh, shared custody of an internal organ. That's yeah, very you, funny. We're comedians get, now. Oh this is a God. comedy podcast. Ugh. <laughs> this is a comedy skit from like 1994, too. Yeah. Where it's like we're we're at that we we're at that uh, stage with the brick wall, and we're like, what happens when you gotta when you gotta get your kitty back? Like, is it shared custody? Is it like a divorce? Yeah. Kids? This is this is bad improv. It's almost like yeah. any idiot can can team up with somebody and create like a a comedy troupe and start producing just awful oh yeah improv comedy and sketches. And people will laugh at it for some reason. Yeah, and then sometimes those sketches turn into a movie, and then those yeah. movies get watched by people like us and then end up on a podcast. Are you talking about the movie we're talking <laughs> about today? <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about a movie called Mystery Team, guys. It is a movie about some children detectives, you know, like, you know, like kind of Encyclopedia Brown, Nancy Drew, Harriet the Spy style stuff, solving the cases of who stole the missing baseball bat. But now they've grown up to teenagers in high school and they're still doing it and they get involved in a murder case. So that's the movie we're going to be talking about that. But before that, as we always do, Keith, have you seen anything else fun that you want to recommend? Anything good you've watched recently? Yeah, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Okay. It's a bunch of loosely collected, insane action scenes involving dinosaurs and people. It's thin on story, but it does all of the stuff. It's like a, a ride at Universal Studios. Uh-huh. Lots of cool, bombastic, exciting images and sequences, and uh, it doesn't really stop for too long. It just keeps keeps moving, and I, I enjoyed the hell out of it on that, that level. So You say it's a ride like at Universal Studios. I don't know if you recall this, Keith, but when you and I, we went to Universal Studios... And we missed all of the best rides. <laughs> well, but the Jurassic Park ride was closed. Sure was. This one's open for business, baby. Do you feel like this is a worthy substitute to missing that ride? Uh, I I don't know what I was missing as far as that True. ride. The only one I know that I was missing out on was the Terminator. Mm. I'm pretty familiar with what they were doing there. So I, did they? I don't think they still had that one though. Yeah, yeah. When they we had went? signs for it and everything. Remember? What the fuck? Yeah. I guess we also didn't realize that we could go on those. Remember, because we had those. Yeah, we were tickets. there for Halloween Horror Nights, trying to and get we all didn't, the. And we didn't realize we could use it for the other rides, yeah. like our passes, until like well, our fast passes specifically. Yeah, until it was like later in the day. Right, and then we're like, oh, we could have been going on these things all day long and not waiting three hour long lines for for stuff. My favorite memory from that entire trip is standing in line for the Mummy ride, and then we we both looked up at the video. Of, of the, the ride, and like, it's this like looks in too the scary. dark, going backwards, and we were like, <laughs> we ducked out of line. <laughs> I'm actually, I actually regret that we didn't do that. Uh, but yeah, because I'm never going back there, probably. So I'm not that bummed. I was pretty worn out from the Simpsons ride. Like yeah. I was like a little kind of fucked up from going into space and then coming back down to Simpsons Earth. So yeah, I'm not that upset about. It. I am. I do really regret not seeing water world that, that looks cool. so fucking like awesome show. meanwhile we went to harry potter land instead <laughs> the harry potter ride was a lot of fun it was but i would have if i had to trade it off i would have rather done water world but there was something about like the show times right it was like because when we got there because the sh- they only do like two shows a day or three shows a day and like 
it was something like it just didn't line up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was unfortunate. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, there may be a, a time when I'm like, man, I got to do that before I die. Uh, I mean, I kind of I remember like when we left. Well, after we did it, like the Horror Nights thing, we were like, well, that was cool, but I probably don't ever need to do that again. No, the mazes I kind are of, very cool, but it's I like... kind of would do it again now, though, I think. Really? Well, I'm not, because I'm also just thinking about it, like, the whole the whole thing. It was like, it's such an easy, it was like, very quick to, you know, flight to get down there. We hung out, you know, in, you know, in LA for a day, and then did the thing the next day, and then came home. It was super easy, you know. And yeah, when you spend the extra money to like not have to wait in lines, it really is like we crammed yeah. in a lot. And knowing now that that those the that because we thought they were just fast passes for the horror nights, but knowing now that it was for the entire park, yeah, I would have gotten to the park a little earlier and then just done that everything we could. You know, oh yeah, I wouldn't have spent five hours, you know, hard drinking uh, at some goofy bar and <laughs> being hungover the next yeah, day. You were so hungover. I'm surprised fun. you were able to go on any rides. We drink like everything on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt fine, which was crazy because I was like, I remember even thinking like, I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. Yeah, felt... you were like, oh, I'm going to go get some latkes at this deli. And I was like, I yeah. need junk food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, okay. So the movie I have seen recently that I would recommend is uh, When Evil Lurks. Oh, no. Not you, too. Okay, but I'm going to say it with a caveat, okay? There's a lot because, of hype around this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of hype around it. And people are like, the best thing ever. It is not the best thing ever. The first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, I'm almost like, this is fucking great. And then they kind of leave where they're at and go to another place. And then once that happens, the story is not as compelling and just seems a little... Uh, it's not, it doesn't get bad or anything. But it is, it's it's just not as, it doesn't live up to its beginning potential. It is hyped because it has some images and some scenes that are very intense and crazy and don't pull punches. And I think that's where a lot of the hype is coming from. It is a good movie. Like, I am recommending it, but it's uh, it's not quite what a lot of people are building it up to be well and that's really the like there's a low bar for horror movies like if they do have some like key sequences that are truly like thrilling and exhilarating and some like some things that maybe you've never seen before or some things that stuck with you like that's enough to kind of make it a classic right totally yeah i was like yeah when it started, I leaned over to Rumi and Francis were watching it together. I leaned over to her and I said, this is excellent. And she's like, yes. And then as it went along, we we're like, no, oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> you know, lost a lot of that, some of the steam they had right out of the gates. But Now, did you see the previous work by this director, which is Terrified? Terrified. No, but that is one I've wanted to watch for a long time. I thought I wanted to watch it. And then I started watching some selected scenes from it, and I changed my mind. It wasn't really? what I had hoped for. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just I've only I've seen the trailer for it, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I'll probably get around to when Evil Lurks, just because it. I think it's it's on Shutter, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think maybe another thing too of some of the hype around it, because it's it's hyped in like kind of like uh, like low level, low realm hype, where it's like. 
it's hyped, but it's not like everyone's like, you got to see this movie, but in a circle, a, 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 a tier, it's a, on a certain tier of hype, you know? Yeah. Um, and for like a Shutter original, which I mean, it's Shutter originals are just things that they either buy cheap at a film festival or they purchase the foreign, uh, foreign film distribution rights to. Yeah. It is, it is much better than most Shutter originals, you know? Sure. Cause I mean, like in Argentina where it's from, it's not, has nothing to do with Shutter. you know, it was independently produced and distributed yeah. and then they bought the, the distribution rights. But it is of a much higher quality than most of the, their quote-unquote original films. Um, and it's good. I mean, it moves along, and uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, once they get, like, it, you kind of have this feeling that it's going to be about this paranoia within this far, small farming village, like herd, like goat herding village, and then they go into, a, like, a not the city, but a bigger town. And once that happens, it starts to lose some of its steam, I think. Yeah, the once the isolation factor yeah. goes away. Because it's also like I don't know, sometimes when you're watching foreign films too, particularly like horror thing movies and stuff, there's always kind of a question of like if we're watching something that takes place in America, we know what like the American culture is, you know, and what are like and what is plausible that like your average person is just going to accept as reality. And like sometimes you're watching movies, some people are way too willing to accept something that happens right away, you know, where they're not questioning it, questioning it, you know? Uh, and sometimes you, when you're watching a foreign film, you're like, is this more ingrained in their culture? And this culture is more willing to accept this phenomenon, like in general, or is this just bad writing? And you don't know, mm. you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Cause like right away, like the, with the possession, everyone's just like, Oh, we got another possession going. Okay. That's cool. Like we know what this is, is all about. Like no one's going like, Hey, this stuff ain't real. You know, it's just right out of the gates. Everyone's just like on board with like, Oh shit, a possession. Yep. We got to deal with this. See, and I think that's something that I appreciate. I like it when the cultures are different and it's, right. it's not because in a, in a movie like that in the States, it would be, yeah, everyone would be like, oh, that's not real. That's in movies. Like, that's impossible. It would be the right. same. Unless it took place in, like, you know, the Appalachian Bible Belt or something, you know, like. But, yeah, that would be unexpected. Right. Right. That would make, that would set it apart and we'd be talking about it in a different. Right. In a different light. But, yeah, in a in a different country that might, they might be like, oh, here we go again with these. Uh, but you don't. You know, these. Uh, country bumpkins believing in possessions <laughs> right but you don't know if it's like unless you're pretty familiar with that culture you don't know if that is genuinely something that would happen or if it's just like cheap writing you yeah. know but i digress there is another movie i didn't watch this movie but i uh went down the rabbit hole on it somehow after i was on tubi kind of exploring all these goofy movies and then did some additional searching online but there's a, a you know dick way He's in a, a ton of martial arts movies for us spanning from the 70s to, you know, probably the 2000s. He was in uh, Seventh Curse. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know this guy. Uh, he's in a, a thousand movies. But yes. he, he's in a, a very special movie from, I think, 1992 called Visa to Hell. Uh-huh. And it's about a cop who is hunting this criminal. And the criminal ends up at his house, kills his family, and then rather be than be caught, he hangs himself, and uh, the determined cop, you know, always gets his man, follows him into hell to apprehend him. This is on Tubi? No. 
It oh. is not. I don't think it's available anywhere. I saw. Oh. A co- I was able to find a couple of clips on YouTube, and it looks awesome. What's it called again? Visa to Hell. Visa to Hell. Okay, yeah. It sounds pretty cool. I just looked. I found some screenshots from it, and it looked pretty fun. Yeah, there's one scene where uh, uh, Dick Way is fighting like a vampire type creature, like a Dracula looking type dude, mm-hmm. and he tries every single possible way to affect a vampire like he throws a holy water you know he pulls up a cross he's got a stake all that stuff vampire- oh this straight up is like a christopher lee vampire not like even like the chinese hopping vampire. yeah <laughs> this is great but I'm, then I'm there's looking- also like there's a sequence towards the end that has like you know like thunder gods and stuff doing like crazy lightning martial arts and stuff like wow that. I'm, I'm like playing some clips and this fucking looks awesome yeah but that vampire scene's hilarious because it ends with him just shooting the vampire with a gun and yeah, the vampire I just watched is terrified it. of the game. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, so I wish it was streaming somewhere. It seems like there's like an old out of print DVD or some nonsense. Yeah. But uh there was probably this like shot with a with a camcorder on, on a, like a twelve inch RCA black and white TV and it's all jittery and shaky, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that looks pretty cool. I came upon that in my my film travels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should we talk about this movie, Keith? Yeah, let's get to the mystery team. The mystery team. Solve so the mystery this... of how shit like this gets made. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm delighted that you hate this movie. <laughs> I'm genuinely delighted after some of the shit you've made me watch. I don't think I hate it. Uh, I think I was just annoyed by it. And so I also, th- it's, a, it's a funny thing watching a movie from 2009 because that was such a weird time it was also like a transitional period it was also a time of discovery if you were a teen or young adult so you were a teenager in 2009 i think watching no i was in my 20s but yeah it was still like a time of discovery i think the 2009 starring uh this has a lot of people in it who would become famous later donald glover aubrey plaza matt walsh Matt Walsh. The guy with the mustache. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who, like, have sense, even if you don't know their names, they're like, yeah, they're always in, you know, comedy movies and whatnot. Um, it is this, this story of three friends, as we mentioned earlier, who are, ch- like, childhood-style detectives, get a little too old for that stuff, but are still doing it, and then getting involved in a murder case. And Keith hates this movie. The stakes get higher when yeah. the shit gets real. Except not really. Why don't you like this, Keith? Here's the thing. All right. You got the... I remember Donald Glover. When he first came, he was Derek Comedy, and then he became Childish Gambino, the rapper. And he's a very funny guy. Mm -hmm. He's got like a a style to his bits where he Mm -hmm. talks about the thing that he's doing. He's like, hello, I'm an old young man dressed as an old man, and uh, I'm uh, doing something silly that would uh, uncharacteristically not normally be done. And that's funny. I laughed at that type of comedy, right? But, like, now I'm watching this uh, in the year 2023, where not only have I seen that type of comedy a million times, I have also seen uh, this story presented in a much better way in the form of the kid detective yes i am also now familiar with the source material the book that sort of launched this entire concept wait this is based on a book well this this notion of the the childhood detective 
who that, grows up that grows up and yeah can't sh- sort of shake that and then there's also it's much closer to the kid detective i can't remember what the title is but it's it's far more kind of bleak like the kid detective rather than what the I have s- no idea s- this silly book. wackiness of uh this movie boy detective fails that's boy a detective title that's a really bad title <laughs> Holy shit. I would like I would not read that book just based on yeah, the, the title. Boy Detective what? Fails. Wow. So anyway, yeah, you're saying you've seen the better movie version of this. You've seen the read the, the you're aware of the book version, blah blah blah. Uh so this feels like just like a little old hat for you at this point. Yeah, it's also like the whole gimmick of them. So it's the three three kids. One is a master of disguise. One yes. is the the strongest kid in town, and one is a boy, the boy genius, the smartest right. kid in town, right? Which that's all fine. Oh, the writing here is actually funny, right? I think the writing is funny. I think a lot of the performances are like just kind of not there, and maybe also mm. I think the casting could be better. I think the casting could be funnier. Like maybe if they were a little bit older looking, and if their clothes were a little bit sillier. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's too subtle if you can admit, if you can believe that. Yeah, that subtle's not the 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 idea I get with this movie. Like Donald Glover's clothing is sort uh-huh. of kid-like, but it's not like his shirt fits too well. Right. You know I what, what I mean? Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not silly enough. Like I don't get the sense of like this guy's acting way other aside from some of the silly things he says, he's acting like he's trapped in his childhood, and it's like this right. prison. I see what you're saying there. Yeah, I could. I, could, I guess I, you could. You could make that argument. Sure. Same with the toughest kid in town. Like what? Why? He just stands there in a white t-shirt, and like right. maybe that's supposed to be. He does have a couple of very funny moments, but what is his? He doesn't like lift weights or like. I do like the the subplot of him like being delusional about his connection to the like the actual athletes and sports team. That's pretty funny. But that's like such a short, like, like a brief moment in the story. He doesn't lift weights, but he's also not actually strong. So, I mean, that could have been a funny bit where it's like he's lifting weights, but it's, it's the world's tiniest weights, you know? And he's just like acting like it's really hard. Yeah. And so that's where like the, my biggest problem with this movie is they say a lot of things that are, are funny and in, in writing, but mm-hmm. I'm not shown very many funny things. Like I'm not mm. looking at very many funny things. Uh huh. Other than like it's like Donald Glover just keeps doing like the phony half ass mustache over and over again. <laughs> Which like the first time it's funny. Where he's, yeah. You know where he's like acting like his own dad or whatever. Right. The fuck. Yeah. But after that, uh, what uh, what am I supposed to be laughing at here? You got a kid. You also got the kid who swears and uses like right. slurs and has like gunshot wounds. <laughs> yes. The gunshot though, I like the the end for him is very funny. Yes. But it is like the little kids swearing and and saying like crazy stuff is yeah. again that's another thing that like in 2009 it was a lot fresher. Absolutely. I definitely will agree with you on that point though when this movie came out it was definitely a funnier movie than it is today because of the fact that a lot of this stuff is just been like beaten into the ground like those particular aspects of it not necessarily the plot itself. I mean, yes, Kid Detective is a new 
uh, with Adam Brody is a new movie with a very similar plot that is a better movie. But that movie is also very different, too, because that movie is a lot more of a straight-faced, serious movie. Yes. I mean, it's funny, and it plays with the funny concept, and it's a better movie all. I think where that movie kind of wavers is in the fact because they're playing it straight, the tone... They don't quite balance the straight-facedness with the the surreal aspect of the plot. Yeah. Completely. Like, it's sometimes it's too much the real world. It almost feels like it needs, like, a, a slight, like, David Lynchian, like, Twin Peaks vibe. Yeah. To, to sell that storyline in, like, the non-comical way they're doing it. Uh, I think that's, like, the film's only flaw. But overall, it's a very, very good movie. This movie is definitely a lot more goofy in general, and it's just not set in the real world, really, you know. I don't know, though, because here that, that that's another thing that I had, like, a big problem with is rather than have these kids, like, insulated somehow, like, oh, mm-hmm. they don't go to, like, normal high school, so they're kind of outside or they're, like, inside their own bubble. Right. They have like just too many opportunities to interact with the the mainstream world, and they act like they're like they're not. Well, if this was a cartoon, like say, if this was a cartoon, say like this was an episode of the Simpsons, Simpsons or something, you totally would accept all this stuff, right? Uh, yeah, but I think the visuals would also be like wackier. And I think no, that, uh, the, like, the direction here, like, in the visual style is so just, like, flat and bland that right. it doesn't really help sell it. No, this is where I'm agreeing with you in to a certain degree on that. It's, like, that's a hard, that's a thing in a, that in a cartoon you instantly accept, but when you start using real people in real, in real settings, then it's, like, well, the you know, this distinction between fantasy and the real world becomes a little less clear or less, ha- it becomes the distinction becomes more clear, less hazy. So it's something can take you out of it a, a little bit quicker. Um, so it, it's not perfect in that regard, but some actually, some of the amateurish aspects of the movie, I kind of appreciate too, because in one sense, this movie kind of feels like, you know, like if you're like, you're talking to your friends like, oh, what did you guys do this summer? Like, oh, we made a movie. You want to see it? And you're like, uh, okay. And then it actually ended up being pretty good. Like, so I think it has some charm in that respect that it's not, doesn't really look like a real movie a hundred percent. Yeah. But it's still, but it's still good. Like normally when a movie doesn't look like a real movie, you're like, ugh. And this one you're like, you're like, eh. There's a couple of shots in this movie where I was like, legitimately offended at what I was looking at. There's one shot that's so like overexposed that the the tough kids like white t-shirt is just like it's like staring into a light bulb. Yeah. And I was like who the fuck left that in the movie? <laughs> you assholes. I don't know, man. It uh I I know it sounds like I'm being really hard on this thing, but like these guys also they went to NYU and formed their little comedy group at uh right. at NYU you know, with access to very talented people and all like a whole creative community. So like, I don't know, like my expectations are a little bit higher uh, as far as like what the, they, they could accomplish. This is the wild thing. Like, yeah, every now and then you hear about like, Oh, so-and-so like, you know, fucking Quentin Tarantino worked in a video store and became a director, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. 
all of these, everybody who making movies, literally all of them, you know, by and large, all went to NYU and UCLA yeah. and, you know, Yale and all this stuff. And they're making like Deuce Bigelow, right? That's what, you know, like that's what the, the people who graduate with these degrees end up doing, you yeah. know? So it's like, you know, fucking Roger Corman, like who was a legend in his own right, went to Cambridge, you know? And then made like like just cranked out B movies. But you that's know? why he's so prolific. Sure, but I'm just saying like Bri- brilliance can emerge in in many different uh, forms. I agree. I'm not even like when it comes to Roger Corman. I think that guy actually is pretty brilliant and knew exactly what he was doing. Right. I'm just talking more along the terms of just like it's not surprising to me that these guys came from NYU and this was the best thing they can come up with because this is actually better than most things still you know I mean this movie is not like a masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination but it is very enjoyable in my opinion and is it's it's kind of it's also kind of fun because it's not super well known to be like oh look at all these now super famous people uh this is this little movie they made you know when they were like 19 22 or whatever. Okay, I'll also concede to you, Keith, that I am, like, primed to enjoy this type of movie before, just, like, going in. I love children detectives, which is funny because I really didn't read a lot of, like, children detective books as a kid. I mean, I had some, but I didn't read, like, Nancy Drew or the Hardy Boys or, you know, any any of the big hitters. But I love children detectives. I want more children detective stuff media i want more kids solving crimes i want kids solving like goofy kid crimes i want kids solving murders yeah i like i like kids getting in over their heads yeah uh especially like i remember there's like a horror story called like uh the father thing or something Mm -hmm. like that and it's this kid like he gets weirded out by his dad, and he's like, that's not my dad. What's going on here? He tries to solve the mystery, and he finds his actual dad, like, all, like, crumpled up into the trash can. Yeah. And he's like, you're not my dad, and it's, like, a whole thing. But stuff like that's cool. I remember reading a young adult novel when I was a kid about, I think it's, like, a middle set in middle school, but it seems like one of the kids is a werewolf, and they've got a, and it's, like, a whodunit. It's like, oh, I got to put together the clues and figure out which one of my classmates is the werewolf and then stop oh, them before the next full moon. Uh, that is it. You said it's a novel or is it like a kid's like picture book with like drawings? It, it has a handful of drawings, but it's mostly like a, it's like a little paperback book. This sounds familiar. To the me. only thing that's the funny thing is I've, not too long ago, I tried to find this book and I can't remember the title for the life of me. The only thing I remember from it is a movie reference. So there's a movie title that the kid talks about and he watches it for like research and it's called like I Wed a Werewolf from Weehawken. Okay. And that's all I can remember from it. And that was not enough to like narrow it down. Weehawken hmm. is a is a town in New Jersey. Hmm. But then there's an act. Okay, maybe I'm thinking. Of, I'm, I think I'm com- conflating like eight different things together. Yeah, and, make, and making it sound similar in my head. Because I remember there was also like I did have a book when I was a kid 
I think, but I think it was for like a slightly younger audience than you're, you're talking about where it was like these kids and it was like something like a baseball was stolen at school. And I remember there being like at the end of the book, they'd be like, join our next adventures in the blah, 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 and the blah, blah, blah. And in my head, there's a werewolf in there. Oh yeah. But, there is like a series that I came across when I was doing my research. Oh, they're like... Maybe that's, that's kind of like what of. you're you're talking about. Yeah, right? so it's just like it's just a coincidence. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm primed to enjoy this. I also like uh s- stuff with like adults who have never fully developed mentally, where it's like you know. Yeah, they're sort of trapped in an, yeah. an era of their life and can't like break out. Yeah, like like a, like a. Danny Vito and throw mama from the train or I just, or, or Peewee, like we were just talking about recently, yeah. uh, you know, the whole like man child aspect. So those things, these are all like key things that are like, I really enjoy. So if you put them all in one thing together, I'm pretty predisposed to enjoy it, even if it's not great. And, but I do think this is good. Despite all that, I think it is, a charming, fun little movie. Um, Doesn't it bother you, though, that there was no real reason that they were still... Like, stuck in this mode? Yeah. Like, that there's no, like, like childhood trauma that is informing them? Well, that's whatever. the funny thing. I was thinking about that. I was like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a tra- traumatic thing, but just, like, a reason... Because that's definitely would be what if you, this movie was made now, there would definitely would be some sort of generational trauma that would inform their. Yeah, it would uh, be like the unsolvable case that like right. they're still chasing after, or like right. yeah, but like some kind of other than like they're just like, and all their parents are just like, whatever. That's too yeah. bad. And then they when well, there's the big blow up towards the end from the genius kid. That that's the weird part is the genius kid should have been like his weird like insulated he's like I have these three same books and I've never read any other books. Right. But then at the end it's revealed that he's like applying to colleges and like visited co- and he's like I'm living in the real world and it's like wait, no you weren't. Like you just all of a sudden like turned a corner and revealed all this stuff that you you were just like going along with this for uh-huh. like what reason? For funniness, it just it didn't makes really the movie, make makes any the movie sense. funny. No, the movie doesn't make any sense. It was that, funny. It was funny when the the tough kid was like, "Yeah, I'm going to college." Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, because he's also like kind of a potato head like character. Like he right. doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like he can say dumb stuff, and it doesn't have to right. make sense. I mean, perhaps like the did boy geniuses like turn there is too far to the other direction, you know. Uh, I enjoy it when he like screams fuck and he's like, yeah, I've been trying it. I've been going to the baseball park at night and trying it out. You know, yeah. uh, that's pretty funny. There is definitely some sloppy writing in this, you know, where it's like characters explaining things to each other that they already know, which is a big no, no, you know, I guess that's maybe that's my problem is it's a, it, in terms of the like distribution, it's right. more silly then it is clever, and I wish it was a little more clever. Sure, yeah. And it, but there are moments, though, that really, like, peak, you know, and you do get some of those, like, strokes of, of 
brilliance brilliance with a with a lowercase b there's some um, very funny the like when they go to the strip club uh-huh it's pretty funny yeah like when the <laughs> when he's like he's like what does he say to the dancer about her stomach she goes she goes there's something on your stomach and she goes it's a c-section scar no he said why you... is your stomach smiling oh is that what he says i think that's what he says oh and, and then yeah, she she's says, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a C-section scar. I'll let you come on it for twenty bucks, and he says, "I'll give you five if you tell me what that means." Yeah, I that generally got a, like a big laugh from me. Yeah, if we pay them more, will do you think they'll go away? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then there's some somebody says something like, "Oh my god, they're like pigeons." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, it's got plenty of stuff like yeah. This I think throughout. the the writing is funny. I just yeah. wish there was like a little bit more movie to be had because right. it's like it feels like a very long over long sketch what it is is like there could be like editing down right where it's just like they can't kill their darlings like oh every we like every one of these scenes we'll keep them both in yeah. you know even the even if they're like you know redundant to each other you know yeah it's an hour and 30 minutes like it's pretty yeah. long for a comedy like this i also wish that there had been like more sort of like filming like a kids adventure movie. Uh-huh. Like it's a lot of the shots are just like very static and flat and like no style or anything. I wish it had been shot you know like a a uh, a kids detective movie. Yeah. More so like but it's funny because they're adults like framed in these ways and like doing these chase sequences and even when they're like, there's that scene where they're like running from the drug dealer and they're like hiding mm-hmm. behind the tree and they're just kind of scooting around it as he moves. That's uh-huh. like a funny thing, but it doesn't look very funny the way it's right. shot. It's just like, right. it's just there. There's also, yeah, I, I can see your point there. There also is some things in the movie that are like very funny the first time around, like visual gags that are funny the first time around that have like aren't really funny at all on second watch. Like the part where the lady flies out of the van and hits the, the, the road sign. I lost it the first time I saw that. And then the second time I was like, is that even scene supposed to be funny? It's a very shocking moment. Yeah. I was confused though. Did she jump out or did she, no. did she just have her head out the window? No, no. She, cause remember like they, uh, they referenced earlier that he lost the door on his the door on his van got stolen but he drove it around anyway because he doesn't give a fuck oh and so she just flies out of the the van because it's missing it's missing the door yeah i see your i see your all your your points and i can't say that they're inherently wrong i just don't think that they like to me those that was what would turn this movie into like an all-time classic that everyone you yeah. know that was a that had been a big hit you know, and I mean, it's definitely not that level by any stretch of the imagination. But as something that's like, if you're scrolling through a streaming service, you're like, what's this? Donald Glover? Some movie from, you know, pre-start? I'm like, yes, give it a watch, you know? Yeah, if you're discovering this movie, it's it's definitely a watch. And I'm sure you'll be pleasantly surprised. Right. But I already am kind of familiar with, like, so much in this that it just didn't it didn't really have the juice for me plus they also did that thing where donald glover gets drunk and throws up and like man the puke never looks good it looks like just someone spitting out something Mm -hmm. versus like you got to have it spraying a little bit you know what i mean right yeah like they could have done just the like the shitty like sideways like 
you know, we've got something on the other side of his face just spraying something out. That would oh, I hate. I hate that because I always, I can always it always looks so like it always looks like it's on it's on the other side. Yeah, it you know? looks phony, but that the spray yeah. is it's a funnier gag. I think. Sure. Well, I I do enjoy that 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 is one of like you're like watching the movie and you're like and the puke doesn't even look that good. Yeah, I was so you know I was already in kind of like an agitated state and I was like uh-huh. movie I dare you to make me laugh you piece of shit so you went in antagonistic into <laughs> yeah, the movie we are facing off like you're 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 taking in all of your stuff from life they into didn't this... even, they didn't even show them as kids man there isn't there like a little uh thing at the very beginning where it's like a little news thing right or, or at some point maybe that's a maybe it's like a post credit maybe it's in the credits or something it would be cool yeah if like if you know what would be really good so it starts with that scene that's kind of like takes place midpoint in the movie and it jumps ahead. You know, it starts in the middle of the movie and then it flashes back and then we go back until we meet up with that scene. I That structure in this in this particular movie I've always thought was odd and didn't really work. That opening scene, I, didn't, I don't think, well, funny in and of itself, it's, it's kind of a weird jarring thing before we've been introduced to the characters yeah. officially on what their deal is. Uh, I do think it would be better if it showed them like a scene as kids solving some crime and the whole town thinking it's cute and then flashing forward to present day where they're like 19, 18 or 17 or 18 yeah. or whatever, and then still doing it and still in this weird. Yeah. Showing them in the same like, clothes. Like, yeah, this is a movie. Like we need right. to see things. Right. I'm not crazy. Who said you were crazy, Keith? I'm not crazy. <laughs> you're pro- you're projecting a lot right now. You're like defending your sanity, taking in anger into the movies, taking aggression out on movies. You know, before you've even seen it, daring movies to make you laugh as if they are sentient beings. Yeah. Are you okay? I want a funny movie to make me laugh. I mean, well, Step Brothers, even right? Step Brothers. Step Brothers is fucking hilarious. Took like, the idea of. I don't think it uh, holds up on on rewatch, personally. (laughs) But I will say that they took the idea of someone stuck in a time period and adults acting like children. Like they took it as far as it'll go. Like they they knocked it out of the park. Okay, when was the last time you saw a movie that really made you laugh? That you really liked a comedy that you really liked? Uh, It was probably Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like. So years 30 ago. years ago? <laughs> no, 30 two, years like ago. Like when I watched it two years ago. Oh, and I meant like making breakfast. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean a movie you hadn't seen before. Like I'm a watching new a movie, whether it be new, like a brand new movie, like that came out, like you saw it at the time it came out or a movie you've just never hadn't, you never saw prior that actually made you laugh. It could be an old movie. You what? just saw it for the first time, you know, as recently. Let me take a look here. Because uh, that's a tough one. I remember laughing maybe sometime this year. <laughs> I laughed once this year. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm not some kind of, like, highbrow, like, comedy scrutinizer. But I like things that are unexpected. Like, a lot of yeah. comedy is just, like, stuff that you've seen and heard a million times. Like, it's very right. hard to see something fresh and just surprising like i like to be surprised with something like weird no i agree with that i mean like in terms of like comedy one i think comedy is kind of tricky because i think most comedy doesn't uh 
age well, you yeah. know? And I don't mean age well. I'm like, oh, that's too offensive for today's standards, which is sometimes the case, you know? But I mean, it's like, what's funny 40 years ago is not necessarily what's funny today because it's either topical comedy or culture changes enough that the gag is gone, you know? Or it's like, oh, men shop, men like sports and women shop for clothes. Like, that's <laughs> not funny today. But at one point in time, people would have thought that was pretty funny, you know? I think the uh, last time I actually, like, I laughed pretty hard at uh, Barbie. Okay. There was a couple jokes in that that I thought were really funny. Like, the... the <laughs> Like when they're they're trying to get the uh the the beach houses back and they're like tricking uh, the men like talking about getting them to talk about like the Godfather and stuff. Right, yes. That was really funny. That was pretty good. I yeah, there was not a, I was did not love that movie by any stretch of the means. I I thought it was just pretty okay overall. Like not uh but just in terms like, yeah, I didn't laugh a ton, but there are a few things that I laughed really hard at, like that being one when Ken first learns about patriarchy. Yeah. And he's just watching like men be jerks. And he's like, wow, you know, like that's pretty funny. Yeah. I would say actually. Was, yeah. When they get to the real world, that first kind of exploration uh, yeah. like, part is, is pretty funny. That's yeah. That is at the very beginning of the exploration when they're first like, what's everything going on? It's that felt like a little, like kind of played out. Like I've seen this joke a little too much. Yeah. But when you like straight up, when, 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 when the Ken start being genuine jerks and stuff, the movie gets a lot funnier. Yeah. And that's the thing uh, is the, they're, they're doing things that have been done before, but yeah. a lot of the things they say and the ideas are kind of new or at least different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean like, when I say I wasn't crazy about the movie, it has, it has nothing to do with like the themes or the plot or anything. Like all that is yeah. all that is solid. Just there was parts of the execution where I was just like, ah, that's yeah, it's not bad. The movie looks great. The production design's amazing. Yeah, uh, acting is real. The act, most of the acting is really good. Um, like I said, like it was. I don't want to. Uh, once they actually get to like the at uh, the antagonistic points and like delve harder into the themes it definitely gets better but yeah i think i think it was oh, it was yeah, maybe right. like the first 20 minutes i was just kind of like Oof. yeah uh i think the the last time i laughed pretty hard was probably around like seeing like uh, barbarian that's a, such a funny choice because i think yeah. that even though that's like a horror movie and it's it was very tense and scary it also had some very like strong comedy in oh it. the scenes were like with Justin Long, where he's just such a self-absorbed asshole yeah. that he's not even noticing like the bloody handprints around him, he's just more concerned about his extra square footage are hilarious. Oh yeah, the whole bit with the tape measure is yeah, is very good. And he's like going down, and he's just like sees the the cages for humans, and he's just like ew, you know, it's yeah. like because he's just so self-absorbed, he's not even connecting that this that people have been locked up and tortured in here, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're right. That is h- hilarious. Yeah, but comedy is hard. Like, I don't know, like for the reasons I mentioned. And also, like, I don't know, maybe it's, once again, not to sound snobby or anything, maybe, but a lot of things that are popularly funny, I don't laugh at. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you mentioned Step Brothers, like that is a mainstream, uh, you know, like super popular movie. And I genuinely think that is a very funny movie that I can watch multiple times and it's equally as funny to me every time. But once again, 
tapping into those uh, man children that I love so much. Yeah. Yeah, and I would not argue with someone and say, like, that movie is not <coughs> funny, because, like, it clearly is. It just, the effect just wore off on me right? Uh, pretty quickly. Uh, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, yeah, I want to see that still. That's a Roku exclusive. I don't know how many people have seen that. I thought that was really funny. The whole premise yeah. of, like, doing a, like a, a musician biopic, but everything's a complete lie. Right. It's fucking great. And like, yeah, it's like, a, would say it's a lot of different vignettes from different eras of his career. And I'd say probably like four out of six are, are like nail it. So nice. it's not perfect, but it's very strong. I was like thoroughly entertained by that movie. And again, that was a thing where it was like, it was surprising. I wasn't like, Oh, they're doing that thing. I could see some things coming. Because mm-hmm. they would set it up, but I was excited for it to happen. It wasn't right. like, oh, they're, they're doing that thing. That yeah, I don't l- really enjoy uh, Weird Al's style of musical comedy, but no. I do really want to see that movie. No, and um, it had, that's the thing is like it takes some of the real stories. Like the Nirvana mm-hmm. bit is so fucking funny. I'm not going to yeah. spoil it, but there's a sure. bit with Nirvana that's hilarious. <laughs> Someone I know, uh, when that movie came, around the time the movie came out, was talking about it and how they wanted to see it and they said something to the effect of like i don't think weird al is funny but i'm glad that he's a person who exists in the world i'm pretty sure and i said that no it wasn't you it was it was somebody it was you may have said it too at some <laughs> someone else but it was not you it was someone i work with and i would say i feel the same way yeah i've never i definitely never purchased a weird al uh cd or any of his music or anything and i don't l- intentionally listen to it but I th- he's a, a very interesting guy. I would much rather hear him talk and tell right. stories about his life than anything. Right. Yeah, I think I had a Weird Al cassette when I was like about around seven. And by the time I was about eight, I was like, uh, like this is too immature for me. <laughs> like, I'm above this level of comedy. You can't just change the word and expect me to laugh. No, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, back to Mystery Team. Um so yeah, those are some of the kind of some of the funny things that I have enjoyed. I, th- I think Ghostbusters Afterlife was kind of funny, but I can't remember in what way. You know, that was a weird movie because unlike I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Yeah, I was same. like, I was, I was very much surprised how much I liked it because I was not. I thought I was, I was not going to enjoy it, and not even like I'm not even like a super pessimist about like some of these sequels and stuff where it's like, Oh, it's not going to be as good as the original blah, 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 you know, blah, X, Y, Z. I kind of judge it like on a movie to movie basis rather than just having this like curmudgeon stance against these films period. But I just remember watching the trailer and be like, I don't know. It doesn't look great. And I really liked it. And, but it is far less of a comedy than the original movies. Yeah. It has more of a, like, more of a like a Steven Spielberg type, yeah, vibe kind of to age. it than, uh, yeah, which I actually think was a great idea, you know, rather than trying to exactly recreate. Yeah, you can't just go by the formula; like it's real risky. Like you've got to give give people something fresh, and I think yeah. that a lot of people forget that the original Ghostbusters was just like a comedy. There was right. no real drama or story. Like I mean, you have a little bit of story. Uh, to anchor it with, uh, you know, Dana and uh, eventually her baby and whatever. But beyond that, it's just 
like Bill Murray is like a like a con man, right? Using science to like get rich quickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the dynamic of how, how these guys come together is is great because they're all just kind of like not quacks or just not taken seriously, and they're like that's why they have to hang out with each other. And yeah, work they're together. fringe scientists. Uh, yeah. uh, who need each other, and it's like a very parasitic relationship. Yeah. And then Winston comes in and he's just like a blue collar, like, I just need a steady paycheck. Please give me a job. Oh, yeah, it's great. But yeah, so yeah, okay. All right. Oh, you are you you are making some very valid points about I'm not here to change anybody's mind or dissuade you from watching this. This was just my reaction. I still think you should probably check it out, to be honest. Yeah. It's it's, I don't there's not very many movies that I won't recommend because I think there's a good (laughs) there's a good chance that like there's somebody who's gonna like it and like even based on what i'm saying you might be like keith you're up your own ass that sounds like a cool movie right like so go watch it also but also watch the kid detective because definitely watch the kid detective right it might be you might be like whoa kid detective too heavy and serious man i wish it wasn't so dark this is like david fincher's young adult novel yeah something you know you might like the lightness and silliness and wackiness of mystery team and you might be endeared by the the cheapness and the just kind of the half-assery at work i mean there, there's also a lot of comedy in kid detective even though it's a much darker more you know straightforward movie there's some parts that are really funny yes you know like the the, the part where he's like like roughing up the like the like the kids you know he's like beating up the kids and when one of the kids says like why are you beating up kids this make you feel like a big man he goes yes <laughs> he, like he's like very genuine like it does make me feel like a big man yeah. that's what you know like there's a lot of stuff you know, of that kind of that you know tone of comedy uh, which is very very different style than what's happening in mystery team this is more like just like butt jokes and stuff yeah uh or, or I mean, the the whole gag is I don't know what that is. I've never heard of right. that. Right. I'm a child still. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it works. I think it has a a, a level of charm drapes over all of its like flaws and amateur qualities. You know. Oh, I, I'm sure. Like in five years, like uh, when a new generation discovers it, because they're going to be like, we didn't know Childish Gambino did comedy. Right. They're going to be like, we know him from his like hip hop career. And they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, can you imagine if like 50 Cent or like Jay Z was in like like a goofy, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yes, absolutely. Like, we didn't know about his comedy era. Yeah. It's going to be all over TikTok. It's going to be insane. That, there you go. So, or from Atlanta. I mean, people are going to only know him from Atlanta. Right, which is awesome and and actually funny in a lot of ways, but it's mm-hmm. also like very dramatic and like serious and like right and it kind of experimental and whatever. Like, but that's you can also, awesome I mean, like show. you can see the connective tissue, right? Like, at least I can. Like, of how he's gotten from one place to another. Oh know? yeah, and, you know these things, and like even though like Atlanta more serious and all that, uh, all that, which I've not seen all of that show, but what I've seen is very good. And there's still like this level of uh, irreverence and just kind of like, huh, that's kind of weird, you know, thing to, to, to put in there. Um, but he built this weird rapport of trust of like, right. you know, I'm going to entertain you no matter what I do. Here's this new thing I'm doing. Right. And I, yeah. I promise you it's good. And he's talented enough to like back it up. Right. Yeah, exactly. So 
but he is go. like a really like a like he's a visionary like for sure yeah. oh that is one thing i, I want to i forgot one forgot to mention that i do want to say before we're done with the mystery team is donald glover did the music for mystery team and the music is very good and uh i think does a lot in helping sell the movie I'll be honest, I don't remember the music at all. It's but. it's very simple. It's like a very simple like piano-y just kind of like themes that are like mis- you know kind of like mysterious sounding like when they're like whenever he's like discovering a clue or putting things together like oh, putting two yeah. together. It's and I think it actually does a really good job of like connecting the like all these disjointed scenes uh into something that works. I think I might need a different soundbar for my TV. I don't think it's uh that I don't think the sound is really like hitting properly. You thought this was a silent film, and you're just like, what yeah, the? I just I was like, why am I watching this movie? Why is it in black and white? And then I turn the <laughs> color up. Yeah, see, this, yeah. see, this is a you problem, Keith. Yeah, exactly. I'm bad at watching movies. Actually, sometimes that is the case. But oh yeah, we're all there sometimes. I mean, there's definitely been times too when I've watched something. I would say this hasn't happened in a while, but I'd be like, oh, that movie sucks, and then I watch it again for some reason you know six months a year later i'm like wow that was actually really good i don't know what i was thinking yeah when i was watching it i just wasn't in the right mood for whatever it was type of thing well i mean all it really does is like every time we do this it just points to the fact that like consuming any type of like creative work is is totally subjective and for all the critics and pundits that are out there you it's very difficult to be totally objective True, and it's subjective, and also I think a lot of times you have to. Sometimes I feel like you just kind of have to be along for the ride throughout the movie until the movie is over. Yes, you know, rather than trying like you know, sometimes you watching a movie with somebody or listening to someone talk about a movie, it's like you're trying to like outsmart the movie that while the movie is going on, right? Oh yeah, like the first time I saw Nope, uh-huh. uh huh. I went in with I don't know what it was. But I was just sort of like, I wasn't necessarily in a bad mood or anything or Mm -hmm. bothered or had a problem, but I was just like, I guess I was waiting for the movie to be something else than what it was. Yeah. And so I was sort of like, I wasn't like discombobulated. I didn't think it was bad necessarily. I was just like, I don't know. I was just sort of like uh, in purgatory with it. I right. was like, I don't know what that was. I don't know how I feel about it. Whatever. And now, yeah, I, but remember, now I want to watch it again. Uh, yeah, I remember when it, your reaction to that, and it was like astounding to me because I was like, that movie was so good, you know? Yeah. Well, and especially after I heard, uh, who was it gonna play the the park owner instead of Stephen Yoon? It was it gonna be someone else originally? It was gonna be somebody else. Oh, Jesse Plemons. Oh, right. And uh, as soon as I heard no, that... No, no, no. He was going to be not the park owner. He was going to be a uh, angel character, I think. Like the the guy who works at like uh, Circuit City. or Oh. Or, or uh, Best Buy. Best Buy. Oh, somebody else was going to play the owner of the park. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, it got me interested in the movie again. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad they got him instead. And I was like, oh, wait, maybe I did like this movie. I want to watch it again. <laughs> and even the and wacky the- director, that's such a weird, that was such a weird addition 
Oh, I really liked to it, the movie. Though, it was know? cool. I was like, where is this going? Right. Like all of a sudden I was like on this path and I was like, I have no idea where, where this is taking me. Well, I mean, that's one of the great things about that movie is that like one, I mean like the very first trailer was very vague. And then the second one, you're like, okay, this is about aliens in some respect. But when that movie opens with like the shot of the chimpanzee, right? Yeah. And you're just like, what is going on? You know, like what that movie successfully does is, is like, it's like, 19 different movies all in one. Oh yeah. And it, and it, and it's not a disaster. Yeah. You know, like I'm not gonna say it doesn't pull off every single thing hundred percent seamlessly, but it's 99.9 and it's doing some really crazy shit. So that's pretty impressive. It really is. Uh, what a fast, yeah, well, what a totally fascinating filmography Jordan Peele already has too. Like he's one of those dudes that's like whatever, if you hear he's making a new movie, like I'm in whatever it is. Yeah, let's go, see you know. it. Like, yeah. yeah, you just want to know what it's what it's going to be. Good for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is, wraps up our episode on Nope. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to add about Kid Detective? I, uh, you mean Mystery Team? <laughs> oh yeah, Mystery Team. <laughs> the kid did the movie about Kid Detectives. Well, uh, watch Mystery Team, then watch Kid Detective, then watch Step Brothers. Then watch uh, Visa to Hell with Dick Way. I don't know. Just keep watching movies. This shit's There great. you go. Who yeah, cares? agreed. I love movies. Agreed. Um, yeah. I would say it's it's definitely like a charming little watch and a little like weird historical artifact. Yeah. So. If you have even the smallest interest in it, just go watch it. Don't listen to me. Yeah. What the fuck do I know? He doesn't know much. Well, just because I have a microphone and yeah. uh, an internet connection, I'm the be-all, end-all of... No. Yeah, whatever. I wouldn't listen to my opinions either. So I, I mean, apparently like, people are listening. Uh, shout out to all the people who check out the show from Memphis, Tennessee, and Columbus, Ohio. Wow. Uh, those are our for the entire last year. That those have been our top top listening cities. So that's so I fucking know. weird. If you're out there, uh, let us know who you are. Follow us on Instagram. We don't post very very much interesting shit we don't post a bunch of stupid clips and all that we just tell you when new episodes are out so yeah but just uh i don't know let us know that you're uh living breathing humans and not like bots i thought all the like bots came from russia and china not uh, uh the mid-south columbus so, <laughs> columbus ohio uh, yeah we're spreading in, in columbus ohio for some reason yeah at trash heat pod on instagram we're on facebook too Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you guys. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. And Keith, what do you always say? We're keeping evidence from the police, okay? We could go to jail. You know what happens in jail? No TV. <laughs> and until next time, the dumpster is closed. Thanks, everybody. See, I told you this movie's funny. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> it's funnier. It's right there. It's funnier when I read it. <laughs>